Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Z. Mark Stafford. Kicking back and talking sport all afternoon. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Let's go to Australia. Australia. Come in, Australia. Not there. Not talking to me. Oh, Kingo. He's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. Someone hasn't put a fader up. They're going to give me swish about the cricket. No, listen. Oh, there he is. You progress further than the Australians. I'm not going to give you grief about the cricket. Good afternoon, Shavi. How are you, my friend? I was going to say, have they scheduled a match for fifth and sixth? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've talked about this before, but it's like the 2003 Rugby World Cup when Carlos Spencer used to have to play for, for third. Like, I could not give a rat. You know, yeah. <laughs> couldn't give a rat. Uh, we were talking today about, because they've scheduled a young Australian actor to, they've slated him to play Shane Warne in a miniseries. Oh, uh, would you like? Could you think of any actors that would be well cast to play like a famous All Black, for example, like Richie McCall? Like, who do you think could potentially? Which actor could play Richie McCall? Well, you're like, going to have to have someone quiet, unassuming, um, but just got incredible mana about. Just someone that looks at you and just you just quiver. So, gosh, that's a hard one because. Actors are quite sort of effusive people. Um, oh, who's that? That that that, that guy. Um, I've got him in my head now. Uh, he was in the stri- he, he was a male stripper. Uh, and I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, do you often a- have male strippers in your head. Staff Channing people? Tatum. Channing Tatum. Ch- not as a stri- ah. not as a stripper, but Channing Tatum. Oh, magic Mike. Yes. Magic Mike. Yeah. Because magic Magic McCall. Magic McCall. Because boy, I he like was magic. That. Mm. I like that. That's much better than my thought of like a streamlined Jack Black. No, that's. <laughs> That's much better casting. <laughs> that is much better casting. Uh, anyway, uh, stack to talk about, mate. Of course, we've got the, the league tomorrow morning. But just a, a quick word on, on New Zealand's exit. I, I wonder now if it's time for a bit of a reset. You know, has Kane played his last game? You know, Bolt, Southie, these sorts of guys. Uh, is, is it time for Generation Next? Look, ask me. I say yes. Um, I don't think Trent, well, Trent's not contracted to New Zealand cricket anymore because he wants a little bit. He's a real family man. He's got young kids and he just found being contracted to New Zealand cricket. Plus, he's an IPL guy. He's just away too much. So he stepped aside. Jimmy Neesham's not contracted. Kane Williamson has sort of intimated that he's looking at his cricket future at the moment. The feeling is he'll become a T20 gun for hire and play test cricket for New Zealand, but maybe not T20 and maybe not one day is for New Zealand. Um, 
but I think, and not just Kane Williamson, I feel like the game of T20s passed a few cricketers by. Like, we we had, uh, I can't remember who it was on, uh, it wasn't on my show, but it was on the station earlier this week, saying they truly felt that the game of T20 cricket is designed for the early to mid and occasionally late 20s and the odd freak, like Glenn Maxwell can play T20 till yeah. he's 40 probably, but it's an explosive game. But I just don't feel like the leadership, captain, coach, for the Black Caps is the right mindset for T20. Look what Pakistan and Matty Hayden and their captain did against New Zealand. Like All of a sudden, they were the best fielding team in the world. All of a sudden, they were bowling 5Ks an hour faster because this want, this desire, this mongrel was in the Pakistan team. And New Zealand just went out and played cricket because that's what we do. We just play cricket. Um, T20 isn't cricket anymore. Yeah, it's look. You know, looking back at that game, the Conway run out was really crucial. Williamson, and this is the thing about the anchor players. I mean, if you're getting a run a ball forty, that's when you need to kick on. The, the way we saw Coley do that against Pakistan in, in the opening game, and Kane sort of got out at a, a really bad time. You know, Noah to Phillips, I thought it was a good match, and you know, once Glenn Phillips was out, there was probably too much reliance on Kane. And, and New Zealand very good at the top of the order. They don't have. What I would deem tremendous batting depth, you know, if Sodi's coming in at eight, he's, he's not a bad bat, but is he a genuine T20 number eight? I don't know. The bowling links, I thought, were a little bit same-same. Having said that, I mean, you came up against a, a red-hot Pakistan side whose openers finally fired in Rizwan and Bavar and then, you know, this world-class bowling attack as well and dominated the late phase with pace on and pace off. Mm, I, I just felt like it was a wasted opportunity for us. Like, we absolutely bossed Australia in game one. I'm not saying that to dig at you, but... Yep. After bossing them like that, find some swagger, find some attitude, and find find the necks that you need to put the foot on. But we just, I think our niceness really affected us. Like it's cool to be thought of as the nicest cricket team, but T Twenty, you got to have. I'm not saying play dirty or play angry or anything like that. But when when the game was in the balance, where was the team huddle with someone getting up them like Brendan McCullum would have? And we yeah. don't we don't have that character in there. I think. Possibly the only one is Lockie Ferguson, but because he's sort of the Lone Ranger and trying to get up people and he's in and out of the team, he probably didn't feel it was within his remit to do that. And so I think we need some aggression. Um, this calls for Stephen Fleming to take on the coaching. Uh, Colin Munro is a wonderful T20 cricketer in the Big Bash. You see him a lot. He wins leagues all over the world and he's just not wanted. He's, yeah. he's the best. Maybe he's hard to coach, but he wins your games. Australia 10, New Zealand 8 in the Women's Rugby League World Cup. It's the first really tight game we've seen. Two tries apiece in the end. It was just the one conversion from Ali Brigginshaw. That's a difference. Maybe, I don't know, is this an omen for the men's tomorrow morning? Oh, if we can stay within two of the kangaroos, you'd almost take that. <laughs> but it's not pool play, it's elimination. So we haven't seen anything near uh, the best of the Kiwis at this Rugby League World Cup. And I'm not suggesting that we're going to. I really, really hope so. The best Kiwis on the park and the best kangaroos on the park at their best form is a wonderful game of Rugby League. But we just haven't seen it from the Kiwis at the moment. Um, I don't mind the, the Kiwi women's team going down because you can't beat Australia twice at a World Cup. So you can probably beat them once. So let's do it in the final. Jared Ware Hargraves, a big out too. He was the mm. enforcer. You know, they're, they're going to run a lot of traffic towards Nathan Cleary, but, you know, how do you replace him? I don't think you, you can't replace that size, that bulk, that attitude, that experience. Um, but, you know, when when a big captain of a ship 
um, goes overboard, the first mate has to step up. So big responsibility, a big reaction needed from the whole forward pack without Jared being there. Um, they've known for a while, so it hasn't sprung as a surprise. It was a hammy, and uh, I'm pleased they flagged it early um, because these guys have to stand up. Um, we, got, we can win it. The Kiwis can win it, but we're not, we're not crazy. We're not saying we deserve to or we definitely will. But boy, they have to they have to improve on what they've done so far. You know what's going to be fascinating too, Staff, is that other semi final, England and Samoa, because England put them to the cleaners in the first game. Sean Wayne, the coach, has said, "No, we're going in this as underdogs." You know, this is classic <laughs> reverse psychology, isn't it, on the eve of the semi finals? But they have a point to prove, Samoa. Oh boy, do they? Yeah, I mean, turn around a sixty point hiding. Jeez, um, it's not very often done. I mean, France nearly did it in the Rugby World Cup in twenty eleven. I think we put forty on them in pool play. And then uh, 1.1 in the final. Uh, England should win this. They've looked really complete. But pre-tournament on paper, the Samoan team was just fantastic. I mean, they've got, yeah. they got wonderful players right through the whole the whole field. Um, Jerome Luai is fantastic. But then you look at Tapao and Papali'i. They've got the grunt. But really, England should win. But, boy, I live in an area that's got a big, big Samoan community. <laughs> the flags have been out all week. It will bet. go nuts. Oh, I bet. Anyway, good luck tomorrow. Not too much good luck. Thank you, Staffy. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Kingo. Julian King from Australia. We'll be back after a break. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.